Pangarang Radio, Pangarang Radio, PangarangRadio.com. I'm going out, I gotta go. I'll bang a rang on the radio. So turn it up, I'm telling you. I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. You're listening to Pop Punk and Pizza on Bangarang Radio. Hello. For some reason, I was thinking about it today and how when my grandfather used to answer the phone, it almost always sounded like he was saying yellow instead of saying hello. And I don't know if that was something that was on purpose or if that's just how we always answer the phone. Completely random, I know, but that's my random thought for you for the day. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Jacques Lamore, your host. I want to start off the show today by giving a few thank yous to, first off, our guests last week. We had Maddie and Courtney from a really great band called Take the Reins in Chicago. And after I did the episode and I posted it and everything, one of their other band members, Eric, reached out to me on Facebook and he's like, hey, it's like, uh, what size shirt you wear? And I said, medium. He's like, okay. And he's like, I'm going to send some merch your way. I'm like, that's awesome, man. Thank you so much. And obviously, they're not the first band to do that. I just want to make sure to give Take the Reins an extra shout out for sending me merch because I got it this week and I was super excited about it because I get excited anytime a band uh, sends me merch their way as a thank you for being on the podcast. So thank you, Take the Reins, for the t-shirt. They also sent me some stickers and a button and I really love the t-shirt and I'm going to be wearing that, I'm pretty sure, all the time. And uh, sporting it proud. Proudly. And then my second thank you goes out to Brian Shamey from ChicagoSoundcheck.com. So if you've never checked out uh, Chicago Soundcheck before, you really should do it because it is like the hub for every single genre of music in the Chicago area. They're always posting different articles and links about releases of new music and shows. Obviously, there's not a lot of shows going on right now, but there are still artists in Chicago releasing new music and all over the world, but specifically they focus on the Chicago scene. But Brian Shamey put out an article this last week about podcasts that you should tune into in the Chicago area, and he put Pop Punk and Pizza on it, and it made my day, it made my week. I'm still smiling ear to ear from it, so thank you so much, Brian, for that. He uh, called me Evervescent in the article, which uh, was also a big compliment. So thank you so much once again to Brian and chicagosoundcheck.com. And another thing that was such an honor about this is the list of podcasts that I was included with or that Pop Punk and Pizza was included with is just such a great list. And it's an honor to be on this list with a bunch of other well-known podcasters in Chicagoland. So thank you, much love. I think we're going to have Brian on the podcast soon. We I, we talk now and then online, and that's something I'd like to do is because Brian is a big pop punk fan. He's obviously a big fan of Chicago music, and it would be cool to have him on the, the podcast to talk about his you know top pop punk bands to come from Chicago or something like that. So we'll work something out there, Brian, but I just want to make sure to give you a, a solid shout out. So on the show today, we have returning guests, actually. They were on back in December of 2018, but under a different name. Their name was called Parker, and now they've changed it to Till Morning. Now, still most of the same band members in the band, and the most of the, the concept, the sound, is about the same, although... I do. We do learn in this episode that they're kind of moving uh, just a tad bit in a different direction. But I have brothers Dev and Pat Parker on the show, and they're they're the main songwriters in the band. And when they were first on the podcast back in December of 2018, I was just so blown away by their songwriting style. I'm I'm a real big sucker for songwriters that can tell a story so well that hooks you in and brings you right inside their head and makes 
whatever they're singing about so believable. And they have a way of doing that in a very simple manner. Their their lyrics are very simple, but the the emotional attachment to it is just so powerful that it hooks you right in. And then, of course, with a a really catchy um, uh, melody added to it, it just... It's just the perfect concoction of pop and rock and alternative and punk. They've got a huge punk influence, but I wouldn't necessarily call them a punk band. But this week, we got to hang out together via phone, and we ate pizza like we normally do on the podcast. We haven't actually done that in a while, because we've been doing all these episodes remotely, but... Dev was like, you know what, let's make sure we're both eating pizza, and I appreciated that very much. So I ordered pizza at my house, and they ordered pizza at their house, and we talked about their latest single, OK, and the music video that just came out for it, and we also talk about more about their uh, childhood and how they started tattooing, because Dev is a tattoo artist. And Pat is not a tattoo artist, but he has several tattoos, so we got to talk about that and exchange some fun stories, and it was a great time. So before we get to that, though, I want you to hear their latest single, OK, because it's literally been stuck in my head ever since the first time I heard them perform it live way back in January of this year at a live show. They played an acoustic set at a music fest that Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast has been hosting every single year for the last couple of years. And ever since I heard it, I just knew that it was an amazing song and that I was going to be listening to it all the time when they actually released a recording of it. And it it holds true to this day. And I know that you, in fact, are going to love this song. It Once again, it just hooks you right in. And you believe every single word that Dev is singing and the melodies are on point. Okay, by Till Morning. I don't want to look back someday. I don't want to make this go away. Hold on to the little things. That's how we know we're okay. I don't want to look back someday. I don't want to make this go away. Hold on to the little things. That's how we know we're okay Picked you up in the pouring rain At the gate I said my name We both laughed cause it gave a fake
single okay an anthemic life-affirming sing-along we're about to learn all about this song and so much more with dev and patrick parker here on pop punk and pizza podcast let's get to that Yo, yo! Hey! What's going hey. on? Yo! What what's up, up? Oh, dude, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm literally... Okay is just, like, stuck in my head right now. I just keep humming it. <laughs> nice. It's, That's uh, right where we want you. It works. You go to TillMorning.com, you can get some okay merch, man. I know. I, <laughs> you know what? I saw the, the sweater, or, uh, right, the, or the hoodie, like the, the lightweight yeah. hoodie. I, I was yeah. eyeing that. I was like, you know, that's. Uh, I think looks, it looks good on you, man. I was like, I think that's kind of nice. Like, I might <laughs> have to get that. So. Yeah. I'm gonna oh. get. I'm gonna wear mine. Are Are it you wearing cool. yours? Are, have they? Do you actually have them printed yet? They're They're getting printed uh, right now, so they'll yeah. be finished um, at the beginning of next week. So oh, I'll be sending out all the orders next week. Nice. Well, dang! I better. Uh, are, are, are you doing pre-orders or is it actually no it's, it's pre-ordered so, it is yeah so oh so you can order a couple people ordered i'm just when people order i just tell them they're going out next week so okay i better get on that <laughs> they're all going out on the same day it's just the number of them is what yeah could screw it up i got you i got you so uh yeah i'm so i've been like i literally i can't tell you how many i like listen to okay probably I don't know, four or five times in a row before we did this interview. <laughs> so, Thank you. like, uh, just I, keep it streaming, man. You know, you go to bed, just turn us on the, uh, the Spotify and let it stream. Well, you've stream got, out. you've got all the, uh, well, I don't know if you have, let's see, I'm looking at Spotify now. You don't have the acoustic versions on Spotify. You just have those on YouTube. Those are on our website and YouTube. Yeah. Oh, okay. So and actually, I'll be adding them to Spotify soon, actually. Okay, cool. Actually, I saw them. I was looking at your Bandcamp too. They're on, or a couple of them are on there. Yeah, yeah. So. I gotta update the Bandcamp since I I've been uh, focusing on the website um, and our YouTube. So I um I didn't. Oh, I just got your email right now. Um, <laughs> nice. I gotta, I gotta upload. Uh, what's it called too i gotta upload everything to Bandcamp and get that in order as well because right. that's where a lot of people go or a lot of people assume to go because a band usually doesn't have like a, a website all together you know yeah like the band camp is the main thing yeah but yeah with the site where yeah I, I see i'm seeing a mix of both anymore like you just never know if i i mean i, th- I still think it's a great idea to have a website more or less, it seems like a lot of the websites for even the mainstream artists that I go to, when you go to their website, it's literally just links to every single streaming service you can possibly imagine. You know, yeah. it's just links to those to listen to their latest single. And that's like pretty much all it is, because, you know, that's all anyone seems to care about. And merch, of course, too. But, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. those are the those are the things 
that I notice most of the time. Or yeah, they they don't have a website and they got a band camp or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, tours, tours, merch, and uh, wigs, the socials. Right. What's what's tour? I don't. What, can you explain that? That's what my grandkids <laughs> yeah. are going to be asking me. What's tour? <laughs> oh no! Don't say that. I'm man. kidding. Totally kidding. <laughs> my, I know it's so it's so weird. We're how many days into? isolation here in illinois and it feels like it's been to me it feels like it's been a year yeah it's going yeah, by really it slow. feels like months at least for sure and i know the the guy the governor hasn't announced it yet but i'm still expecting him to push it for you know possibly another month yeah yeah i wouldn't be surprised so what have you guys been doing to... Well, I think here it got extended now, right? To June? I think maybe it in, maybe in Chicago it did. I think Chicago it did. I think we were talking about it on break today. Yeah, I think I think Chicago did. Um, yeah, I think it's another full month. I think that was maybe talked about yesterday. But I don't think the, the governor has uh, said anything about the whole state, but yeah, I, I did hear a word that Lightfoot said something about till Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> Light. <laughs> oh, Lightfoot. <laughs> oh, the memes, the yeah, memes Lightfoot. of her are so good. Dude. Yeah, they are. Oh my God, man. They're, I've been, I just been dying laughing, reading all of them. So I, I, uh, I know that. What's that? She's got a good look. Yeah, she does. You, know? you can like, put her anywhere, dude. It's yeah. funny. I my favorite one is the one where um it's a picture of of an inside of a car, and you can see her in the rearview mirror. <laughs> 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 like you know the the mirror in the you know the middle of the car when yeah. you're you know going to look up to back up. She's like right in the mirror, like pretty much saying like where the fuck you going like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's awesome i love it but um anyway so yeah okay you guys released that just a week ago and it seems to be doing well so far the the imagery of the song the imagery of the band has just been given a major facelift because the last time you guys were on the podcast you were known as parker and i remember having that conversation with you guys on the podcast about um, when it came to to when we were like plugging music and where people could listen to you, you're like, yeah, um, be careful though, because there's like a billion other Parkers, you know. Right. And um, I couldn't remember if you mentioned possibly changing the name at that time or not. But you know, that's been was that a year and a half ago already? Yeah, I think it yeah. was a year and a half ago. Year and a half. Wow. It was in the summer. It was warm. It was summer? Yeah, Yeah. I I think it was like just a few months after meeting with you for the podcast. That's when we were like, that's when we were considering like a name change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So where did Till Morning come from then? I know that's like the most generic thing. Like I usually do not ask a band, where does your name come from? But in this case, since you were known as something else, like I, Mm -hmm. I, I have to... I have to ask the question, I feel like. Um, so when we were Parker, we were able to kind of develop a sound and get to know our audience and our listener. And we we're kind of discovered ourselves, too, and in, in what we're writing about and the, the, the kind of um, spirit of the band and where we're going and what what we think is important. And I think that a consistent thing throughout is that we want to have kind of the, the spirit of a child in, in the way that, you know, we look, we look at things and we want them to be fresh and we want to be able to dream and we want to be able to look back on things in a positive way. And we want to feel safe in that, in that concept, you know, and in, in that thought. And I, in a movie that really stuck with us, from from childhood was peter pan and um we were thinking of of different ways on how to kind of work that in and and what words made sense for that until morning um was one of them that was taken from that and i think that um till morning what we really liked about it is no one had till morning and till morning is something that 
we're already familiar with the phrase. Um, and I thought it was really cool. I think that it's easy to remember. People are already familiar with it. And someone would wear a till morning shirt without even knowing who the band is. You know, it's just, it's a, it's a good phrase, I think. I think so too. And I honestly, I'll be honest, I didn't even think about that until you said Peter Pan. And then I'm like, oh yeah, till morning. Like now, now it all clicks in my brain. I, uh, I feel kind of dumb for not realizing that before, but um, yeah, now I just want to watch Hook. I was a big <laughs> yeah. fan of Hook. It was such a great movie. And yeah. uh, of course, Peter, uh, the, uh, the Disney animation was, was great too. But, um, but I loved, loved watching Hook. Um, yeah. yeah, Hook was a classic. It really was. I Robin. <laughs> yeah, Rob, well, one thing that stands out in that movie is, like, you would never know that's Dustin Hoffman as Hook, I feel like. Yeah, that's right. crazy. A lot of people don't realize, oh, that's, wait, that's Dustin Hoffman? Like, really? It's just, you know, he's yeah. just very unrecognizable, and he does such a great job in that movie. Yeah. And although it came, although the name was inspired from that movie, we don't, we don't kind of make, we don't tie it to it. Right. Um, as much. And we don't, I think that there's good things about the movie. And then there's, there's things that we don't want to be tied to about the movie is I, we don't want to, I think that there's like the never growing up man child that we, <laughs> we definitely don't want to be tied to, or we don't, um, think that that's cool and you know there's there's part other parts in that movie where we don't think it's cool but the the spirit of it i think is is there's a connection there yeah well i i I definitely don't the 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 imagery your band paints definitely does not paint like a gimmicky peter pan theme so you know (laughs) just just to make make clear of that it definitely doesn't doesn't paint that picture at all so thank you yeah you're welcome um but i i am totally stoked on the the name change and just the whole look of the band i i feel like it 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 works so much better with the sound that you guys are working on currently thank you thank you um so how i i i figured you probably met um i know jillian who who plays your you know your girlfriend or significant other in the video how did how did you guys meet was it just from playing shows because i've known her forever yeah it it was through the chicago music scene i um i saw her band turnspit play one time at cobra lounge and after they played i introduced myself and that's where i kind of um we started a connection there and then um you know, after that, it was just kind of see each other around at shows or, you know, things like that. And then um, I posted an ad on Facebook and Instagram. I just said, you know, if anybody's interested in being a part of the video, let me know. And she reached out to me then. And I thought it was a awesome, awesome fit. So that's that's how that happened. Yeah, I thought it was actually perfect because it seemed believable. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. We actually we had two different actors um, who were husband and wife, and they were we we started the filming with them, um, and then schedules got so kind of everything just got really busy, um, and they were they dropped out, and then I stepped in, and then we got Jillian. So kind of had to do a couple more days of filming, but it worked out. I think it worked out perfectly. I love the um, the chemistry between you two. It does seem legit, in my opinion. And what I want to know is, what were you guys arguing about in the video? <laughs> I it... can't. T- I can't. I can't tell. <laughs> I can't tell because it, it was real. There was real content that we were channeling from, like you know, past relationships and things like that. Um, that we we just had to. We wanted our facial expressions and our movements to be true, and to to do that, we kind of had to channel um, other times in life where we might have been upset or things like that. So it was it was really fun. Yeah, I was just yeah. I was just thinking about that in those scenes towards the end of the video where the relationship's not going so well. And then there's, you know, a couple fights and I'm like, ooh, I wonder what they actually 
did during the filming yeah. of this. <laughs> there, there was one where I, w- I was sitting at the piano and she was just, we were arguing and she was just like letting me have it. And um, <laughs> that, that was a really fun scene to film. And then the other one where she pushes me, um, that was really, that was really fun to film too, because we kept having to redo it because she didn't want to push me. Um, <laughs> She didn't want to push me as hard as she needed to. Uh-huh. And so the producer, Brian Bichelt, is like, you have to push him. You really have to, like, shove him because this has to be believable. So we ended up doing that, like, 15 times, and she's it – was, it was awesome. It was there, fun. There has to – you guys have to put out a blooper reel for this. I want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and he did a great job, by the way. Brian, wonderful job. One of the best videos I've seen recently. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. he is such a talented guy. He does. Um, I was introduced to him through Tobin from Flatfoot Fifty Six. Okay. Who does, yeah, he does um, Six Ten mentoring for bands, so he mentors our band, and um, he was able to connect us with Brian. And Brian is actually the videographer for MXPX. So. I was really psyched on that because I'm such a big fan of them. So it was really great meeting him and being able to work with him for this project. He's insanely talented. And, um, you know, me and him and a lot of people involved in the video, we, we work nine to five jobs. So it was a lot of it was like after work, we're planning and storyboarding the thing out. So it was a lot of work that was put into it by everyone. And, um, yeah, I'm psyched on, on how it turned out. So no wonder why I liked it so much, because you know me, I'm a huge MXPX fan. Yeah. <laughs> so that that makes perfect sense. And he's right here in Chicago, right? Yeah, he, he's just outside of Chicago. Okay, that must have been why in the uh, Let's Ride music video, there's scenes of Reggie's in that video for, for yeah. uh, MXPX. That makes yeah, total sense now. Yeah. Man. Just uh, lining up the dots and just like epiphanies in my brain, like, oh, now this all makes sense now. Because I, uh, I thought it was kind of random. I thought it was cool when I first watched it, but I guess I never thought about the videographer actually being in the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I ordered Chicago Dough Pizza on my end. Uh, it's, a, it's a really great place um, out by me in Bourbon A, and they've actually got a location in New Lenox and then one in Richton Park. And I was so stoked on getting this because I haven't had it in forever. Ever since this whole pandemic thing hit, I've been, you know, counting my my pennies, you know, and not yeah. order, <laughs> ordering out as much. So this is like, this is like a treat. What did you guys end up getting? We got, um, we got a sausage pizza from a local pizza joint they're called yeah, pudgies pudgies pizza. they're a long time favorite this one's a little little overcooked <laughs> but, i mean cheese is a little we, burnt we normally get like well done yeah but this one's yeah it's definitely well done it's it's like well over well done yeah it's like well well done yeah but we get we get we usually but, do sausage and we do yeah. extra sauce and garlic is there garlic on this one Pat? yeah and garlic that's our go-to. I don't think I know anyone that orders extra sauce. I think you you guys are the first ones that I've encountered that does that. Yeah, the extra sauce oh, is the yeah. way to go. I know just some people... Sorry, go ahead. Just, just tell them that you wanted extra soupy, and they know <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> At Pudgies. I love, like, I love the name of that place. I think, I think you guys might have mentioned them on the podcast the last time, because that name sounds familiar. Yeah, I think so. And, and they were always cash only for... S- forever until this the the pandemic happened and now they started accepting cards so i actually haven't even ordered from pudgies in years i get them all the time yeah because i never have cash but now i i order a lot more often probably like you know once a week or something i'll grab a pizza from them yeah i would probably have the same problem because i usually if i do have cash on me i don't it, it goes pretty quickly and now with the covid thing I decided not to touch money at all. So I was yeah. like, I better just stick to my, my debit card and not get, you know, cause I usually get some cash and then I put, you know, the rest on my card and, you know, but lately I'm just putting it all in the bank, not even touching the cash. Yeah. So, and actually some places aren't even 
accepting cash right now. Yeah. I noticed that. So mm-hmm. crazy. Um, so let's see. I'm brain farting. I was totally going to ask you guys something and I can't remember. <laughs> it's been one of those, <laughs> it's, it's been one of those, those just crazy days. Um, so we were, uh, we were talking about the name thing last and then the video name, video pizza, name, video pizza, man. It's still not coming back to me. Tour. Hopefully. Yeah. We were talking oh. about tour and you did ask how we're doing and how we're staying busy. I did. I did ask that. And so I know that's all you got on the list, man, that's all you got. That's everything you wrote down. <laughs> We'll talk to you in another year and a half. No, I'm just, sometimes I just get so excited that (laughs) I forget things. And I was super excited about this, uh, this podcast today. So, cause. Oh yeah. Us too. Oh yeah. We love you, dude. (laughs) Love you too, man. Cause we had so much fun the last time we were together in person. Mm -hmm. And actually that was literally, that was one of my favorite episodes. And I've, I've listened back to it a couple times just because you uh, or Dev and Pat, you guys just cracked me up with your back and forth banter. I think my favorite yeah. part was when you were talking about your dad and um, <laughs> the uh, the password on the computer. Yeah, and I was trying to figure out what the password was, or, or one of I think it was Dev. Dev was trying yeah. to log into the computer. He's like, uh, Dad, your your password or your computer's got a password. What is it? And he's like, Try perfect Pat. <laughs> and you're like what like and it's like no that's not working dad and then yeah. you know it was something try, try number one son yeah <laughs> then it, went, it, it just went on and on yeah oh, it ended man. up being dev dog dev dog <laughs> oh my god that's terrible yeah oh. dude i i right now i live uh in an apartment that you know my dad owns the building and he's in the philippines half the time so when he's here, he lives in the apartment above me. Okay. Um, he's in the Philippines right now, but Pat used to live in this apartment. And Pat, me and Pat were talking when I first moved here, and he's like, doesn't dad like come down every day and talk to you? And I'm like, no, I haven't seen him in weeks. Like He never comes down and talks to me. And then Pat will come over, and before Pat even gets in the house, my dad is banging on my back door. Is Pat there? Pat there, is he? <laughs> Damn! Yeah. Wow. Like, Here's my footsteps in the house. Yeah. So like, if, so Pat, when you lived there, did your dad visit you all the time then? Oh yeah, <laughs> all the time. He was like knocking on the back door, or he would like just check if it was open. And if it was open, <laughs> he would just walk in. What the hell? And like yell from the kitchen, like, "Yo, hey, seen the car out front?" Yeah, Dude. but I never seen. It's funny. Man, Dev needs some... This is going to sound so wrong, but Dev needs some daddy love, you know? <laughs> I'm good, man. I am good. <laughs> I mean, not that kind of, you know. I mean, unless you're into that sort of thing. I mean, some people are, but, you know, to each their own. I won't judge, you know. No no judgment. No judgment here. Daddy um, uh, love. So, <laughs> so, Dev, I know most of your work is, you know, done in the leisure of your own home um, doing your graphic design work and stuff. And I know mm. your other work though, you're probably, probably not doing right now. And that's tattoos. Uh, yeah, correct. I am not doing tattoos. So if anyone is listening Could to this drawn. and wants a tattoo, I'm still not doing them. People still message me every day and want to get tattooed. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, no, <laughs> I'm not you doing it. Come, you can't come near me. I'm, we're waiting still, but, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm not tattooing anyone at this time. Um, yeah, but I'm, I am doing drawing. I'm still drawing tattoos. I'm, I'm taking appointments for in the future when, when we can see each other again. Right. Um, yeah. And then I'm able to, I just started a new design job, so I'm working from home, um, full time with that. Even, even when we can go back to work, it's a full time remote position. So it's, it's nice. That's perfect for you when when you guys finally start doing, you know, shows away from home. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to be in this position. Yeah, definitely. And I know you guys had some some regional dates lined up and this whole COVID thing hit and that was it. Yeah. But uh hopefully 
and get back on the you know back on the road with that once this is all over hopefully you know summer fall i'm i'm guessing a lot of things are going to happen in the fall the fall is just going to be like jam packed with all kinds of craziness good craziness but yeah hopefully yeah yeah it'd be cool to have like halloween be normal thanksgiving right christmas and stuff you know yeah and hopefully halloween won't it won't snow this year <laughs> yeah my god yeah <laughs> oh, um, um yeah but pat's still going to work yeah day. pat what are you so you're considered an essential worker what are you doing yeah i'm uh I am working at like a 13 story building, like in river North, but it's in like the beginning stage. So it's getting built out of the ground. So it's not like we're inside the building around other people or like employees or anything. So it's just me and like two or three other trades. There's like a total of like 15 or 20 guys on the whole like job site. But we have like a, there's a medic when you walk in, she checks your, checks your uh, temperature and all that. And then you got to wear uh, the N95, like, uh, mask or whatever. Pat's an electrician. That's right. I was going to say, I knew he worked in... The... Oh, yeah, I thought you knew that. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember if we even talked about it the last time we were... Oh, okay. Yeah, on, on the podcast. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember. I, I thought it was something, you know, carpenter-related, but... I couldn't remember mm-hmm. exactly. So, so you're local one thirty four. There you go. Represent, man. Got a got yeah. get that. It's great. Do you got that tattoo tattooed on you? Oh my god, no! But there was a guy <laughs> in school who actually did. Yeah, he had it like all the way down his forearm. Damn, that's I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, Dev didn't do it. Oh, that's some serious. That's some serious shit right there. You know, actually, Dev, it's been so long. I haven't had a tattoo since like 2012. I think the last time was when I. That was the last time I got tattooed. But when this whole wow. thing is over with, I think I think you're going to be the one to do it for me. Yeah, let's do it, man. Bang a ring right on the throat. <laughs> yeah, dude, hardcore, man. <laughs> dude, I don't. It's gonna hurt. Um, the older I get, the more tattoos hurt. So I'm sure that's the same for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously 2012 was eight years ago. So, you know, I mean, the, the one that hurt the most for me was the one that I got on the, my forearm on the inside of my forearm. I think that was the one that hurt the most. Um, that hurt more than my wrist, the, the tattoos on my wrist did for some reason. Yeah. So everyone's so different. Like, you know, you can get a tattoo, even, even like arms, like I tattooed the tops of Pat's feet. Right. And the top of his right foot was perfect. Didn't even hurt. Didn't hurt. He will find, didn't even feel it. It was like a tickle the entire time. And his left foot. Like terrible, excruciating pain, healed like shit. (laughs) Had to like touch up stuff on it. Yeah. It is just like, I tattooed the same way. It was just, you know, the other foot. And it's just sometimes people's people's bodies are just, you know, your forearm yeah. could hurt more. And on your left arm, you know, your forearm, you my, might not feel it at all. Yeah. My right side tattoos didn't hurt, but my left side, I only got one there and that killed. Yeah. But they're in the same spot. Yeah. I would imagine that would be, that would be a little more painful than some other spots. My my favorite question is always when people ask me if tattoos hurt. That's always the oh, best yeah. question. It's like, well, yeah, they hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're getting a needle put in your, you know, it's it's uh, you know, piercing your skin or, or whatever. It's it's going into your your arm, your skin, wherever it is, uh, a billion times. Of course, it's going to hurt to some degree, you know, whether yeah. it's whether it's a little or a lot, you know. So definitely. Yeah. yeah. I just, I just got my whole back done and it was the worst pain I ever felt in my entire life. Yeah. I've never heard anyone say anything good about their back getting that done. What's the, what's the ever, what's the, <laughs> no ever really. What's the yeah, craziest, no. what's the craziest or weirdest, weirdest tattoo that you guys have? Cause I know both of you have quite a few tattoos. I have, um, when my kids, I have three children. And when they turn six, I let them tattoo me. Um, so Luna, my youngest daughter, just turned six. So she'll be tattooing me soon. But Riley and Penny both tattooed me. It's right above my knee on my leg. 
And uh, I think those are my favorite tattoos because it's just the kids like they'll do they'll just write their name and then like Penny put a little heart and stars and Riley did like a little face. Um, those are those are fun because they're so memorable in the way that it's like their unique signature. It's really fun to experience that with them. Um, but it's also crazy because they have no idea how to tattoo and they just grab the machine like a crayon and just dug in and just destroy <laughs> my leg. I was going to say, uh, like, I wasn't sure if they actually tattoo you or if they just draw something and then someone no, else tattoos that no, on you. I let them go all out. Oh, man. Damn. So it's um, it's pretty wild, but it's fun. And uh, I think that it's something that I like. What is, uh, how about you, Pat? Mine? I let uh, my daughter... Uh, Nick, she tattooed the same thing. When I was over oh, here yeah. actually visiting Dev, she wrote Kenzie on my on the same spot on my leg. Um, I like that one. Dude, I tattooed a, I a lady's face on Pat's chest. Oh, yeah, like when we were like 17. <laughs> what? Not even. You, were we younger than You that? might have been 17. I was. I think I was 15. Yeah, and, and he didn't even stencil it on there or nothing. He just like looked at the picture like in a magazine like in a Dude. catalog and then just look back at my chest and started copying it like that it's like a sailor jerry hula girl and it looks <laughs> turned, like turned out like a drunk fergie yeah. looks like <laughs> a so drunk bad. fergie like, oh my god so that so sounds great but since then i've blasted over with i blasted over it all with color and something totally different oh, oh yeah. man i was hoping to see this thing you got me all excited There's a picture out there somewhere is there Dude, yeah. yeah, I'll find some. I'll find one. I'm gonna one get... of our friends. Sorry, go ahead. One of our friends had like a tattoo machine, like and everything that you needed for tattooing. And he just came to my house one day and gave it all to me. And he was like, when you get good at this, you got to give me a sleeve or something. So I was like 15 with no clue on how to tattoo. And Pat. Who I, was I think just... we only had like one tattoo ourselves. At yeah. That point. Yeah. So you so had we tattoos were... at age fifteen. Uh, well, sixteen. We yeah, got okay. them on our, my sixteenth birthday. We got them, but we would hang a um a blanket, like a really thick blanket. We'd hang it over my door. Yeah, I saw a pillow on the bottom because then... my mom would be in the front room like. <laughs> Damn, 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 machine going. <laughs> and dude, hear the machine just blasted that I probably had to go with like weight running way too high and it was just I'm three you know, three o'clock in the morning and me and Pat are sixteen years old. I'm just dying. There's like empty mad dog bottles laying all over the place. Wild Irish Rose tattooing. Oh jeez, man! I wish I could have been a fly on the wall for that. That that just sounds that just sounds awesome. So your parents obviously weren't weren't for it. Like, did you, you got your first tattoos without your parents' permission? I'm guessing. No, my uh, my mom took us. Oh, okay. Yeah, because in Indiana, it's legal if you have parents' consent, you can get one at 16. Um, so I was I ever since we were young kids, we were totally fascinated with tattoos and wanted to get them and i'm like mom this the day i turn 16 you have to take me to get a tattoo or i'm tattooing myself she's like <laughs> she's like all right i want you to get a professional one so we both got we got matching tattoos um me pat and we have two other siblings too they got it as well it's an irish cross um so yeah. went safe irish cross for our first tattoo we watched the boondock saints a lot you know, so we are. <laughs> That's it's so like, funny because I could totally see you two to, being, you know, like in Boondock Saints. We used to try to like grease our hair and everything. <laughs> yeah. We would. We'd get like the we, ro- royal crown. Like, just kind of like grease to like grease our hair and then always maintain like this wet, fashionable look. Yeah, it was weird. That was, that was quite the look. I mean, you know. But besides besides the meaning of the family thing behind the cross tattoos, it is by far my least favorite tattoo. Oh yeah, <laughs> I hate the placement of it. I hate the design, like the color. I'm like, it it sucks. Yeah, I think a cross is such a it's a tough tattoo to work around, especially if you want sleeves because oh, yeah. it's like it's a religious tattoo, so you don't want to get too close to it. Um, you know, and, and take away from that religious like concept of it. And it's a strange shape. So you have like, 
areas in towards the top, like around the bars where you have to figure out something to put in there if you want your, your arm filled. Um, so people will usually do like clouds or something behind it or like a bird or, you know, something like that. So you just have to. It's just never a good idea. Yeah. There's no good, there's no good place for it. I like, yeah. yeah, no, I could, I could totally see that. I guess I just never really thought yeah. about that. Cause that's, um, that's the tattoo I was talking about earlier. The one on my forearm, it's actually a big cross. And, um, yeah, yeah I, I never thought about that. It really would be if I wanted to put something else around it, it would be kind of mm-hmm. weird. Too placement. Much of the center, centerpiece. Yeah. Pat, right. Pat has one on his forearm too. Yeah. On the inside. And, but and, I'm trying, I'm like covering it. Yeah, I blasted. I blasted like a little shot glass right next to it. (laughs) Tattoo over it. I've been trying to tattoo on top over it. And uh, I did like a heart with headphones on, um, right, really close into it too. So yeah, Dev's done like probably at least eight of mine. Yeah. Okay. Nice. My uh, my first tattoo is actually a bouncing souls tattoo. Oh, um, nice. I got uh, yeah. it's it's a little logo from their Anchors Away record, um, the anchor with the broken heart in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, I I I was a big fan of Bouncing Souls around you know like two thousand four ish. Um, I'm yeah. I'm still a fan. I'm just not like as big of a fan as I was, and I just really liked the logo. So when I turned eighteen, I got that on my my arm and that was my first tattoo cool man so, you know i mean i remember watching um their jbtv episode is probably the the jbtv episode that was i remember that always being on when it was just like late night tv me and pat would watch that bouncing souls jbtv um performance oh, yeah, the old dude with yeah. white hair right yeah jerry <laughs> Yeah, Jerry, man, he's still rocking. He's been going live on Facebook. I've, I've, uh, his every time he's live, it it comes up on my feed. Uh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, I think that, and that that's what got me into the Bouncing Souls. And that, okay, their music just stands the test of time, man. I can I can jam that and get into it as as much as I did the first time I I heard it. Um, I think I listened to a couple songs yesterday, or this this morning actually. They came up on my Spotify shuffle, and it was. It's they're awesome. They really are. And, and I can totally hear how the energy from Bouncing Souls channels like right into till morning. Thank you. It's, yeah. It's like a poppier <laughs> it's like a poppier yeah. version of of mm-hmm. uh Bouncing Souls. And I was actually I was actually really surprised when cause the first time I heard OK was actually when you guys played it live acoustic at snooze fest uh the beginning of this year and actually from that time on that song actually was already stuck in my head because that's how uh good like good of a hook of a song it is and then when i got to hear the full band version when you guys opened up for mest in what was that february right yes yeah okay um then i was just like yeah this song just kicks so much ass <laughs> you uh, know thank you um nice. the uh the opening of it in the the recorded version i guess i just wasn't expecting um as much as like the the synth or the the like the pads you guys used in the song but actually it works really yeah. well and it kind of balances things out thank you yeah i wanted mm-hmm. that um i wanted that contrast that it's in the beginning and then it comes back in and kind of that drop chorus at the end. Um, and I think that that contrast really helps in telling the story. Yeah, it really does. And I like it, I guess, for I'm, a lot of people like the the uh, the rough, gruff vocal style that you have um, when you start, you know, hitting higher notes and stuff, and, and you do a really great job at it. Um, but it kind of, with with the the synth in there it, it kind of just softens it a little bit mm-hmm. so it almost gives you um an edge to reach into other audiences actually and not just the the audience that you're currently catering to i think it'll give you that a little bit of that um 
that outreaching hand to grab people that maybe listen more a little bit more to you know pop than they do any kind of rock or alternative yeah thank you that's definitely the direction it's been heading yeah so you'll you'll see in the future that that's we're bringing more of that into our sound um especially like i think for us like we don't i think i listen to punk music more than more than pat mm-hmm. but really like way more if you look at I what i'm to punk forever yeah if you look at what i'm listening to i'm listening to like ed sharon and taylor swift <laughs> and like like bleacher so we listen to and pat listens to pop um kind of like singer songwriter even country a yeah, lot pop r&b country dance um, yeah fucking edm and we want that to come out in our music and although you know a lot of our audience right now we we listen to punk um and you can tell that we're we have punk influence but we also want to um it's okay to like you know bring in a little a little pop and a little you know clean that up and um hit on a different demographic we think is uh is is important for us in our music and our career going forward with this yeah, I think that's why I like you guys so much, because you have that huge punk rock influence, but I wouldn't call you a punk band. Um, and the the songwriting is just done so well. It I don't know how you do it, but I'm so envious of how well you paint a picture with, you know, words and really get that like i can perfect i can picture without even watching the music video i mean that's exactly already what i pictured in my brain you just you just paint mm-hmm. the picture in in such a, a great way and and there's just the the imagery is just perfect and, and it just hooks me right in along with the melodies obviously too thank you um yeah it it comes out like that because it's true um, that song, okay. Every every single piece in there um, that I mentioned, it it that stuff really happened, and um, we think that that's really important in our songwriting is to write true songs. Um, yeah. When, so when we visualize it, we we just focus on you know something that we experienced, and then we just try to we tell that story in the in the simplest way. Yeah. And and okay, it was just the truest simplest way that I could get that story out um that's what happened it's almost kind of a if you think about it you're bringing up uh getting that story out in a simple way i feel like that's something you can learn from listening to country yeah you know they country tells uh stories all the times in in their songs country music does and it's usually done very simply it's not um loaded with a bunch of big fancy words and you know things like Mm -hmm. that it's usually just simple straight heartfelt and i most most people i talk to in most bands that i listen to and i love you can definitely tell that you know it's a true story you can when you go to one of their shows and you you watch them sing the song or you watch their videos or you listen to their performance in a recording you know you just you feel it and you hear it but some people are just better at it than others at really making you believe that that's a real thing. Right. And yeah. that's something that, that Dev, that you achieve so well, more than um, a, lot of, a lot of artists, I feel like. Like, I, I so believe that that actually happened. It's, you just make it so believable. Thank you. So, and obviously you're telling me it's true, but I just feel like you do it so much better than, than, uh, some others out there. Not that they're bad or anything, but you know. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I go on these tangents and I try to like figure out how I want to say it and I can never, it never comes out exactly the way I want it to. But, um, I'm, uh, I'm just so glad that to have you guys a, a part of uh, this podcast and be able to talk to you because I really, really think this this band is something people really need to attach to and uh, your music really deserves to be heard just because of the fact of, of what I said. Uh, you guys are 
are true to the core and that is that's rare thank you yeah for sure thanks very welcome and thank you for for talking with us I, i remember last time it's like we meet people like like you through through music and through doing this and um we we build friendships and a relationship that's really cool i remember you know when we talked last time we connected on so many things um and it's always it's always so cool to reconnect or to to see you at a show and and be able to just catch up and i wish i wish there was more time to do that yeah but, uh, yeah, yeah i <clears throat> sorry go ahead no I, I was just saying we we love it man we um we're really happy that that you like us and like the band and we're eating pizza together right now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, man. You you guys have my my full support. And yeah, I think the last time we saw each other was that Mest Mest show back in February and that show was just so awesome. Um seeing seeing to get you seeing or finally being being able to see you guys live was just incredible. And obviously Mest, that was the best um Messed performance I've ever seen. So yeah. I mean, that I was so cool. They had the whole the whole band out there, and um, yeah, it was awesome. I think the, when they have they haven't played in so long, a lot of that energy just like came back through, and and the crowd and the audience and everyone just enjoyed it, wanted to be there, even though it was fucking like negative thirty degrees. Negative thirty, yeah. and, and <laughs> it was and cold. I remember. Yeah, you it couldn't was, get a beer. The line for the beer was like two hours. The bathrooms were overflowing. It was yeah, just... they were pouring out in that back. <laughs> I was yeah, was I was flooded. really uh, I was really surprised that they only had the one beer table or beer counter or whatever. Because yeah. every other show I've been to of theirs, they always have multiple ones. You know, obviously this wasn't the big 350 fest that they do every summer, but, you know, even some of the the smaller events that I've been to, there's usually, I feel like, at least two different tables. And um, so, yeah, I was surprised by that. Um, Maybe they just weren't expecting, I don't know, that many people. That's how I felt. I was like, I think they just underestimated how many people were going to go for mess. How many people were going to be smashing (laughs) beers, you know? Oh, God, dude. Obviously, you guys, I mean, you guys uh, grew up listening and probably going to mess shows. Like, that crowd fucking gets so wasted, usually. Yeah. I mean. I have. I have fucked up kid tattooed on my arm. Oh, do you uh, really? And the mess head, yeah. That's awesome. I got fucked up kid when I was like 17, and the the tattoo artist was like, are you sure you want to get this? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yeah, man, this is mess. He had no clue who the band was or anything. But that was, yeah, that was a dream come true for us to be able to to share the stage with them guys. And Nightcap is such a great band, too, and – you know, 350 is an awesome brewery. It was it was so much fun to be a part of that. Yeah, I agree. That was that was just a great night all around. Solid show. I love shows with, and I think we were. I was telling you this already when we were uh, hanging out that night. Um, that I love shows that are like a three band bill, and they're all just solid. You know, I I prefer the prefer those over you know the six plus bands on the bill. You know that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So I, I think it's just because I'm getting old, you know. <laughs> they're funner to play too, you know. You get you get more time, and it's a little bit more. Uh, yeah, they're way funner to play. Show, and you guys are able to hang out a little bit more together, you know. Yeah, that's kind of what I feel like too, and I I feel like that's more the reason versus the whole age thing. But you know, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for for hanging out and uh, talking with me, and and hopefully you know COVID will be over with and uh, sooner than later, and get back to playing shows and and releasing new music. And well, I guess you can still obviously release new music. Um, is is this a a new format that you guys are going by, releasing just singles at a time? Or do you have a, a bigger release on the way? Um, we have an idea of a bigger release on the way. Um, but for for now, it'll probably be um, another single will follow this up. Sweet. Yeah. I can't yeah, wait to hear it. Yeah, we're really we're really excited. I mean, OK, okay Jams, this this next one hits. This, the next one is with. Yeah. Yeah, so it's we're we're really psyched to do that. We're um 
we're really psyched to to keep pushing um the limits keep pushing the limits keep the pushing studio. the band making another yeah. video that tells a great story continuing to tell great stories with our music um to to continue to i think that you know this pandemic has opened up such a big opportunity for us to connect with our audience and to be able to kind of share new new content with them and and really focus on on them and what they like and what we like and we're able to to build on that so we're really excited to continue in our career and rock and roll yeah man i love the uh, behind the scenes videos you guys have on your youtube channel those are great oh thank you yeah we we felt like in in talking with you know in in interviews and just after shows or you know sometimes we're just talking about a song and people wouldn't know some of the things that we we're talking about and I think that they're interesting and you know us and our favorite bands I always want to know what the song's about I'm I'm someone who's googling at, yeah. at three o'clock in watch, the morning yeah, I want to watch a video of yeah like someone like rob thomas telling me about one of his songs what what it's about you know yeah and then i love sharing that information yeah. with people when the song comes on i'm like oh he, he actually wrote this song about you know when his mom had cancer you know 3 a.m um so i think that we're we're trying to find what we love in music and what we want to know and bring that to our audience yeah uh, i think you're portraying that well so so far thank you yeah, you're welcome. So um, before you guys go, OK is available everywhere to stream, right? Yes. And then the uh, are all your social media handles the same or they vary a little bit? Um, they're pretty much the same. You can find everything, all of our social media and um, all of those links. You can find it all at tillmorning.net. So if you go there, it'll it'll show you. Um, Facebook and Instagram is Till Morning Band. Twitter is Till Morning Band too. Um, and YouTube is we just I actually just got the uh, the link yesterday to where it's just Till Morning. So YouTube.com and then Till Morning, you know, will come up right away on there. So we're with the name change we are we are not hard to find so that's good if you want to find us you can find us yeah we have a good, um, good move yeah so on our website it's, it's really cool because you can see our merch and you could subscribe to our email and i'm uh i'm working on sending out like a monthly email that just kind of tells you some more behind the scenes stuff some stories about what's going on in our life um things that we're working on things that we have coming up um so on our website, you'll be able to subscribe there. And you can also for free download our um, acoustic songs, acoustic versions of the four songs that we released prior to OK. You can download those for free from our website. So those are not streamable at this time. Um, they will be in the near future. But for now, you can download them on our website. And those are you're going to want to download those because your acoustic sets are so great. And, you know, the last time you were on the podcast, you performed, you know, two, two songs acoustic and, and, uh, it was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. yeah that was so fun too. The sound of that came out so good. It like, did surprisingly, you know, for, yeah. uh, you know, my, my, uh, my parents' basement not being treated or anything like that, you know, it's, uh, actually turned out pretty well. Cause now I'm at my, my new house and I've just got this, you know, little desk set up in my room for the time being during this uh, whole thing that's happening. Cause obviously I can't meet with anybody. So it just, uh, it just kind of works out, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll, uh, be able to get back to normal and, and get back to the, the cool pop punk and pizza layer, you know, and yeah. chill out on the couch and, and, uh, talk about, talk about pizza and talk about music. So, Mm -hmm. um and yeah everyone should right now go to youtube till morning and check out the video for okay it's fantastic if you haven't watched it yet so make sure uh everyone does that and then buy some merch stream the hell out of that song and you're gonna mm -hmm. want to because <laughs> it's amazing thank you all right, so Dev and Pat Parker, you guys rock. Thank you so much again for giving me time today. And um, 
we'll we'll be in touch and i can't wait to hear the next single already oh sweet man cool yeah thanks it was a pleasure hanging hanging with you eating pizza man definitely thank you again and um i'll uh i'll talk to you guys soon awesome thank you so much cool thank you guys have a good night thanks you too thanks bye Thank you once again to Devin and Patrick Parker of Till Morning. It's always great to talk to those guys. It truly is an honor to have them on the show because I truly believe in what they're doing. They work so hard, and what they're currently working on towards achieving, I feel like they're doing so well, and I feel like they deserve to get their music heard more than a lot of the artists out there right now. Not to say that the other artists that are on this podcast don't deserve it as well, but there's just something about Till Morning and the Parker Brothers that I just can't explain, but it it just moves me in, in such a positive way. It, it makes me want to do whatever I'm doing, whether it's podcasting or songwriting or just performing someone else's songs. It just makes me want to do it better. So thank you guys so much for that. OK is available for streaming everywhere in case you didn't catch that. And once again, tillmorning.net to find out where you can stream it and also to pre-order their merch that we were just talking about, uh, links to all their social media sites. And actually, there's some free downloads there for acoustic versions of their songs that they talked about as well. That's all at tillmorning.net. Net. And you can find us on the net at Pop Punk Pizza Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm on Twitter at On Air with JL. Bangarang Radio, Facebook, and Twitter is at Bangarang Radio. And if you're in a band, you want your music played on the podcast, or you want to try to get an interview, or maybe you're a publicist or a manager, whatever it might be, if you want to reach out to me about the podcast, Hit me up at bangerangradio at gmail.com and send me as much information about your band or the artist you represent. Uh, an EPK, links to the music, all that stuff, music videos, bangerangradio at gmail.com. And I look forward to talking with you there. Now, next week we're going to be off because I promised myself that when I started doing this podcast again, that I would give myself one week off a month. So next week, no podcast, but then we'll come back the following week, uh, the first full week of May, and I will have another uh, 10-song list for you that of songs that you should check out in May. We did that earlier this month a couple episodes ago, and I really enjoy doing it. So I'll have a a brand spanking new batch of 10 songs that you should check out in the month of May. Once again, I'm Jacques Lamour. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please go back if you can and find other episodes that you might be interested in. Like the first time I had Parker on the, the episode, you'll find it under Parker, and it was released in December of 2018. I can't remember exactly the number of episode it was um, off the top of my head, but there's so many other great episodes of this podcast, and that happened to be one of my other favorite episodes. So check that out. If you could go a step further and wherever it is that you listen to this podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts or maybe it's Google Podcasts, give us a, a rating, a review. I would truly, truly appreciate that if you thoroughly enjoy this podcast to drop us a positive rating and review. So take care, hope, and hygiene. Remember, we're going to get through this pandemic together, all right? Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. 